Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course, my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted to sample the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to heal and get better in all areas of life. And I want to do it with you. Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, your life improvement series starts now. Hello, hello, Heal Squad. Welcome to another great day here. Want to know why it's going to be a great day? Because we're going to make it a great day together. We have an amazing guest on the show today. I'm so excited to introduce you to and share his story. But first, our quote of the day, life is a story that you create. Be the hero of your own story. And that is from Alan. Alan Chicken Chow is our guest today. I'm so excited to share him with you guys. Um, If you have not given us a review, this is your moment maybe not this moment right now, but please do. We live for them. We're so grateful for all of them. Um, And we reshare them as well in our stories on Heal Squad. But go to the summary of this episode, click on the link, let us know what you're loving. Of course, um, you know, you can do that at any moment. Before we get to this chat, I also want to mention uh, some of the people that really help us on this journey. And and that's one of our biggest supporters and longest supporters, Macy's. So friends, I have all of my picks, my curated picks, macy's.com forward slash heel squad for you to choose any new outfits, any wardrobe fresheners you need for the fall, any of the home things that you need and more all on there. Anything you buy through using that link helps support this show. And we're so, so grateful. And even if you go on there and you don't like anything I like, you pick something else out through that link, we get credited for that too. So thank you for that. Um, I do mention Rosetta Stone in this interview because Alan was talking about how he's learning Russian and I'm improving my Greek. So Rosetta Stone uh, is another supporter of this show. And if you go to rosettastone.com forward slash heel squad, uh, Natasha, what is the incentive there? I don't remember what our our little deal with them is. It's 18% off. 18% off. Learn a new language, friends, or improve one, especially if you're thinking of moving out of the country, which a lot of people are doing nowadays. Uh, and Just Thrive. So Just Thrive is uh, a new probiotic that I have been using and loving, and I've talked about it at length at this point, but it is 
calmed my digestive digestive system so much. Um, and it's really changed the game for me. And I know it will change the game for you. It's one of the few probiotics that actually makes it to your intestines. And I can tell because mine used to flare up and be so angry. And now they're not. So justthrivehealth.com. Use the promo code HEALSQUAD at the checkout and you'll get 20% off there. Remember to take the probiotic after you eat. I also use the JustCom, which is so great for anxiety and all of that. You can read more about it on the site, but I've been using that every morning and seeing huge <clears throat> results as well. Now to our chat. So Alan Chicken Chow is a breakthrough actor, a digital creator. He has been topping the charts with the number one most viewed YouTube channel in the US. Uh, I'm so excited to share his journey with you because, you know, we do a lot of health and wellness on the show and we bring in all the experts to help us. Sometimes it's nice to hear from someone who has walked the journey and is just, you know, in a different kind of field. And um, he has had a lot of success at a really young age. And it's from a genuine passion and mission that started to help his mom laugh. And it's such a great story. And I find him so lovable because he loves his parents. And I was so surprised by the role he wants to take on in his life that's connected to his parents that just made me fall in love with him even more. So um, in this episode, you're going to learn how he picked himself up from the depths of depression one step at a time, how he did it exactly, which was very relatable and very easy in terms of it didn't, he didn't go to some place and spend a lot of money. And it was like very practical steps that he took. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. My voice is going. Um, he took really practical steps to help himself out of kind of this this sunken place. And I found it really inspirational. And for his young age, he knows so much that you will learn from. And Natasha's nodding her head. Were you so impressed with him too, Nat? I was so impressed and so thoughtful and methodical about the way he approached his own healing journey. Um, and at such a young age, so wise. Like yeah. That's the so that comes to this mind. is not just another YouTube interview. We talk about Alan's health journey and healing journey, and I think you guys are going to really love him. So without further ado, here's Alan. So Alan. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I feel such a good energy from this like spot right now. Thanks. And from you and from like, Same. I feel, yeah, I feel like at peace. Thank you. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I've learned on this show that when you sit next to somebody mm -hmm. to check in with yourself and say, how do I feel right now with this person? Yeah. Do I feel like I'm not having, I'm having to be unlike myself and right. show off or whatever? Do I feel calm? So I've learned to take inventory oh. of how I feel next to someone and I feel the very same way. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. It's so interesting. Like you, re energies are very real, mm -hmm. a very real thing. So. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to chat with you. I'm excited to chat with you too. Um, I have to say the reason I think I'm most excited to talk to you is because we both share a love for our parents. Yes. 
And I know you're a big YouTube star, <laughs> but your stardom came from such a beautiful place wanting to bring joy to your mom. Yeah. So I would love for you to share kind of the whole genesis of this part of your life. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for asking. Uh, so I, I, I got started making videos as a way to connect with my family. When I went to college at USC, my mom and dad moved uh, from the town that we grew up in to a little town in West Virginia where they had no friends or family. And I could tell that they were very lonely at the time. So I started making videos as a way to make my mom laugh. And uh, my mom is the best uh, indicator of content, it turns out, because <laughs> the videos that she finds funny um, were the ones that really went viral, I would say, uh, like, because she has um, a very broad sense of humor. Mm -hmm. um, and we're very different. Like, I'm younger, she's older, she comes from a different country, and she works with kids. So like, if there was a video that made both of us laugh, it hit all these different demographics. So um, she was the best like thermometer of, of content. <laughs> um, and so yeah, it's gone from my mom to, you know, this like company and, you know, multi-millions for over, I think over 40 million followers across platforms now. So it's been huge growth. But um, yeah, it really started from that core. And since this is Heel Squad, mm -hmm. usually I, I, I tell that like short version um, of that journey. Um, but even, you know, taking it back from, you know, why was I making videos for my parents? You know, why why did I have this desire to um, connect with them and to like bring them this joy? Um, it goes even far beyond that. And thank you for giving me a chance to like talk about this, yeah. you know, because it's like uh, I, I very rarely get to like talk about that journey in depth because mm -hmm. I always got to be like, I'm Alex Joe, YouTuber, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but um, so yeah, it really comes back even further. Um, when I was uh, in school, uh, so there's like different stages of my life. I would say, you know, my school life and then my college life and then now. And when I was in school, I was bullied a lot. Like um, I remember, you know, kids would like yell slurs at me like in the in the hallways or in class and the teachers like never did anything crazy enough did you speak english i did speak english because yeah. i went to school not speaking english wow because my parents were greek immigrants i know your parents were chinese immigrants yes right? yeah so i wondered if some of the bullying might have been because i was bullied they would throw me me and this one Chinese kid, they would just smush us together in the yard and just because we didn't speak English. Yeah. It was like, rough. Poor Long Tran and I just <laughs> <laughs> getting messed with all the time. I'm so sorry that happened to you, but you, you, your English is so good. And, nah. we're, and we're stronger for it. Yes, we are stronger for it. That's Seriously. It. Um, that's so true. Mm -hmm. Hate comments will never come close to the real words that were said to me in person. So I don't even good hate point. comments at this you probably feel that way too. I never thought about it like yeah. that. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, they can, like, nothing even comes close to that. But so, you know, after I was, I went through that when I went to college, um, I went to college at USC, I had this, like, anger or I had this, like, feeling of, like, 
um, well, now's my chance to like have fun and be happy, you know? When you're on the go 24 seven, like me guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me from working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials. It's been my go-to for so many years and having everything in one place is such a time saver for me with being a first time mom. For a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus, having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully, our jobs and everything in between. But it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. With summer upon us, friends, hair is going to be even more important. Yes, we've got humidity, we've got sun, we've got all kinds of things. And sometimes it's hard to find the right shampoo for your hair. Everyone's hair is so different and there's no one size fits all solution. That's why I love Way. They have different shampoos depending on your hair type. Want volume? Fine hair and conditioner will give you that extra oomph you need. If you need some moisture and a little extra bounce, find your happy medium with medium shampoo and conditioner. And for my peeps with thick hair like me, give your hair the hydration it deserves with thick hair shampoo and conditioner. Plus, you guys already know Way carries some of my favorite hair care products I use all the time, whether it's the leave-in conditioner, which is my go-to, or the hair oil. They give my hair this hydrating refresh all summer long. Wash your way to healthier hair. <laughs> See what I did there? With shampoos and conditioners made just for you. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use the code Heal Squad for 15% off your entire purchase. That's theway.com, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use the code Hill Squad. Your hair deserves it. And so I I, I carried this. Because you knew in college people were going to be more tolerant. Yes. Yeah. And right. I, like you go to college and everyone's different. It's not like that. Exactly. Like high school and grammar school and all of that. Right. And and I had a chance to like reinvent myself and I wasn't that kid, you know. Um, and so, yeah, when I was in college, I... Um, I, f I feel like I reinvented myself to be like this cool party kid. And all I did in college was like YOLO. Literally, like, I think there's different ways to interpret this idea of like, you only have one life, so mm -hmm. live it how you want. Um, and that's what YOLO is, friends. Every yeah. time someone says it, I'm like, what's YOLO? I forget. <laughs> and then he says it, I'm like, oh yeah, sure, yeah. I knew it. <laughs> you only live once, which is a great, it's actually a really great motto, but the way that I interpreted it was very 
hedonistic. It was very short term. Like literally all I cared about was like having fun and partying and like, like just like doing anything that would make me like have fun like li- feel like, good because you good. felt so bad for so long exactly yeah yeah and i definitely took that way too far and all i did in college was party like literally all i did <laughs> was party and um it led to me being very depressed still because there's still that internal wound that's not healing if all you're doing is like drinking you know yeah. to to numb that uh i remember specifically like uh, one time I like came into my accounting class late and I was like doodling the whole time and my friend was like oh why are you late and I was like oh I don't know like I overslept because I was like sad and tired and he was like it's 2 p.m. <laughs> you overslept a 2 p.m. accounting class and yeah just um, I felt very kind of numb and and kind of you know wanting to reclaim like uh, feeling good. But it still felt bad because it was very in, it was very kind of selfish. And then I had a moment. Uh, so so that was the first period, uh, high school. Second period was that college moment. And um, right around uh, when I was about to graduate college, I had a moment where uh, I went to London with my family. And um, at the time, everyone in my family just happened to be unemployed. Like my dad had lost his job. My brother didn't have a job. And same with my mom. And we were staying at this Airbnb where there was like three other families. And we were sharing a very small, like a very small studio where there were two beds. And it was like we were sharing a bathroom with like three other families. So very like low means. But, you know, we wanted to travel. So we were in London. And while we were there, um, this homeless man started, I guess, like, uh, similar to high school, I guess, but he started sc- screaming like slurs to my father and, you know, saying really horrible things to him. Mm-hmm. And me and my brother came to his defense. But I remember thinking after that happened, I thought, wow, I'm no better than this homeless guy to my family because they are working so hard to put me through USC. That's so expensive. And I'm wasting it all away just to like, drink and have fun and and be this party animal and i'm i'm contributing no more to society than this man who i was so angry at for saying these things to my father and i had a huge change at that time and really uh looked at the the common denominator of someone who has supported me my whole life was my family was my parents and um i i made that YOLO, you know, the perspective in which I was looking at YOLO, instead of thinking you only live once, let's drink, you only live once, how can I provide value to the people around me and to the world, to society, you know? That's what I really had that mindset, sh- mindset shift about. Um, and so at that time, I I changed so many things about my life. I started to get up every morning and work out like it's first thing to like freshen your brain. I started journaling. I um, I got this book called The Five Minute Journal. Um, it's a gratitude journal where you write down three things you're grateful for every morning. I haven't uh, missed a day for the last four or five years. No that. way. Yeah. Wow. Um, I started to listen to podcasts that were about providing value and bettering yourself. Um, 
Uh, so if you're listening to this and you're on that journey, this is like a, a huge, it was a huge part of my journey. I listened to Lewis Howe's mm-hmm. uh, School of Greatness podcast, um, which you had him as a guest. He was amazing. And, uh, and so are you. Thank you. <laughs> um, and uh, just shifted everything about my life to instead of serving myself, how can I serve others? And that's when I started making videos as a way to make my mom laugh. Um, and make my family laugh. And ironically, that that is what has taken me to this next level of, or next era of my life. Um, I feel like this past four years have really been about serving my loved ones and serving my family and how can I, you know, bring us to a place of safety and security. And now I feel like, how can we take that same value and mission and bring it to the world? Like, how can we how can we provide value and unity and community and comfort to the globe? And so um, that's where my mission statement, Unity Through Laughter and Story, has come out. Because really um, what I want to do with the videos that I make, the people that I work with, is show that like no matter your background or your identity, we can all come together through laughter and story. I yeah. love that. <laughs> and I, I am so excited that we get to hear the whole story because I've watched interviews and it's always a media outlet that's just so excited to have a TikTok star or a YouTube star because they think they're going to get their audience and all this. <laughs> yeah. And then they just, they throw the little, the quick, oh, tell me what you did and blah, blah, and then that's over. And I'm like, I didn't really learn anything other than I did this for my mom. Mm. I like hearing your journey to all of this. And I want to know when that homeless man you you got that breakthrough what was the next step you did because i know you said you turned everything around you started working out you did the five minute mm-hmm. journal i can see where lewis house had a big impact on you because i think that's where the light bulb came up to serve people uh-huh. right a yeah. lot of these kind of self-help gurus are always talking about serving people um and so I, I'm just curious for people who are kind of in that hole, mm-hmm. how to climb out is always the hard part. Um, I think the first one, um, which is actually very simple, was actually just getting up early in the morning mm-hmm. and exercising. There's something about like starting your day with something that freshens your mind um, and being up early where you life hasn't come at you yet like i would get up at like five in the morning every morning even if i had nothing to do that day because from the hours of like 5 a.m to 8 a.m no one's texting you like no one's bothering you and you can really align your mind and set intentions for the day because when the day starts it's like dodging a bunch of arrows like people are like shooting all these like like arrows at you Mm -hmm. and you're trying to manage all day like what's going on but in that in the morning you can really like wake up and set that intention and i i know that that's hard but do it <laughs> but it's not like, once you do it i wake up to see the sun rise oh my god every day yeah to set my circadian rhythm i'm doing it for health reasons yours is mental health technically mm-hmm. right yes. yeah um but well, you probably don't realize as it is for your health too because if you can wake up with the sunrise um, and set your circadian rhythm, there's so many incredible health benefits. So, yeah. but I feel the same way. I feel like I get so, we all cry that we need more time in a day. Yeah. But yet if we just woke up earlier, 
you get that more time. Yeah. And you get that you time mm-hmm. to be quiet. Like even this morning, I got up and I did all the stuff with the baby, whatever. And I had time to go get a coffee. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go get my coffee. I'm going to go sit outside with that coffee, get that sunlight because the sunlight's super important. Mm-hmm. And... And I'm going to do my research for, you know, some upcoming guests. And I did. And it was so beautiful and peaceful. And I got my car, came over, and here we are now. Yeah. You get so much time for yourself. Seriously. And it's valuable. Like, and it feels long. That time. It does. It really does. Yeah. And I love how you explain, like, it's it's before the world's coming at you. It's such a great way to put it Mm -hmm. because it's true. Yeah. And you don't look at your phone and check your emails from the night before. Yeah. Really, like, do whatever it is. Cold plunge, work out, Mm -hmm. meditate, journal, get yourself ready for your day so you feel good. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Totally. And and the thing about the phone is really true, too. I When I started to make videos, um, I, uh, I now have two phones. One's my personal phone that has social media on it, and one's my business phone that has all the social media and stuff, Instagram and stuff on it. And I don't check my business phone until that morning routine is over, because if you wake up and the first thing that you see is something you can't control, which is like views or results of something that you've made, then it feels like the whole day is out of control. I actually feel such a big difference if accidentally one morning I wake up and I'm checking all these like stats and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's me too. It's outside of your control. So then the whole day you kind of feel a little bit like, um, I don't know. I think there's like a real health thing in your brain about beta and alpha waves around um, how your mindset uh, or how your brain functions right in the morning. Um, so yeah, I have those two phones. So smart. As a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Can I ask Al a question? Because yeah. of your generation. So I, I, we had David Dobrik on the show mm-hmm. and he was... um laughing at the old generation getting up early and making fun of them for working at four in the morning i find with your generation they'll work but they'll work all through the night with all this blue light whatever and then they sleep all day and they you know so is it is it with your business is it is it weird to do you you know to 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 have this practice right now yeah um your generation yeah I I think <laughs> you're the unicorn. <laughs> I think he right. I mean, yeah. tell me, maybe I'm wrong. Um, you know, I I think now thinking about my team, a lot of them are night owls, especially editors and um, 
and uh, yeah a lot of a lot of people tend to be night owls but i think it really just depends on the person like honestly um i i i can't do that like i don't feel um fresh at night yeah. i feel like yeah the blue lights and everything i feel like a zombie um and so i yeah i really think it depends on the person but my true advice would be i feel like when you get up and you can set your day without having to answer to all these having it said for you yes yeah, yeah. no I, I think it's I such sound advice and i think also you mentioning that that sweet spot of between you know five or six in the morning and eight and you're right just the energy no one else is around yeah and but i think your generation needs to hear that more because we're i'm just waking up and re-realizing that because uh -huh. i was always a night owl working around the clock but Maria's now got me on the circadian rhythm and it's everything you said just made so much sense to me. It's so quiet. It's peaceful mm -hmm. and clear. Yeah. But it's before, like you said, the arrows start coming in. But I, I, I'm really glad you, someone of yeah. your generation is seeing that because I, I worry because I see so many of my staff is night, night, night. Uh, they're white as ghosts. They're, they're, they're zombies. They're, and they're sick too. They're sick. They're, yeah. There's a lot of autoimmune yeah. diseases yeah. coming. And I think it's because of it. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. So that was step one. Yeah. Climbing out. Yeah. Waking up, like working out. Um, and then step two was like consuming knowledge that was like, um, uh, bettering of self. Mm -hmm. So Lewis Howes, like the school of greatness was one of the biggest ones for me. A podcast like this is like great, you know, for like, um, putting your mindset into, um, self-help or healing mm -hmm. and help. Yeah, I call them accountability partners. Yeah. A lot of us, when we're on these journeys, we've gone there because we've hit a rock bottom, let's say, right? Yes. You hit your rock bottom in a sense and we're like, you knew what you needed and uh -huh. you went for that content. A lot of us go to that content when we need it, but then we don't have a lot of people around us that are on the same page. Yes. So I'm sure you probably felt that, right? Yeah, yeah. I think the unfortunate thing is like when you go through a transformation, your community does end up changing. And during this time, I lost some of my best friends who didn't understand why or what I was doing and why I was no longer Chicken. My full name is Alan Chicken Chow. It's my full legal middle name too. And Chicken was my nickname in college. It has a lot of associations for me of being like the blackout kid because I would be like, What's oh, the blackout kid? Oh, okay. like I would come in blackout. blackout. <laughs> yeah. Got it. And so they were like, why? Why aren't you drinking? Like, oh, why aren't you like being stupid and like, like cutting class and, you know, doing all these things. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, uh, some of your friends will be there with you through that journey and some won't. And um, it's important to like be okay with that transformation and um, and not try to force your community to do everything that you're doing. But yeah, I think that community is very important. And thankfully I did find um, a really good one person in particular. He was my first boss. Um, he was actually a content creator too. His name is Markion. Um, and uh, he was like a great accountability person. Even though he didn't really know, I feel like I felt better around him like mm -hmm. I felt like a better person around him so yeah wow, you're so wise how old are you <laughs> yes <laughs> I mean I think you're like maybe 28 I'm 26 26 yeah. okay. <laughs> I was gonna guess younger well no I know I thought he was uh, well I was trying to do the math because he was born in 96 <laughs> yeah yeah and so I was like I was just making a quick guess but <laughs> um but you're so wise for your years were you always this wise uh thank you despite I, I know you you went through your party stuff but those were reactions those were maybe yeah. not 
um those weren't just like patterns you went into those were reactions from that negativity that threw you this way yeah it wasn't something you were gonna do naturally i don't think yeah i think i if that makes any sense sure sure um yeah i think i think i was raised by two great parents who had really great moral values and um i think that has contributed a lot to that and uh yeah, but I, I don't think I actually don't think so. I, I definitely was not always this way. Like yeah. I when I was in. Yeah, when I was in college, I like it was I, it was very different. I think some of my college friends, if they saw me now, they wouldn't understand. Yeah, Uh, like kind of. Yeah, but so you were I not think, always like an old soul. No, okay. no, definitely not. Um, And I think that's great for people who want, you know, transformation and healing because it's possible. I think back then I thought like if I was loud and crazy, that was like <laughs> always like, you know, that was like what everyone wanted was me to go like, whoa, and start dancing and like throwing things and twerking on the table. Yeah. Like, yeah, so you got rewarded for it. Yeah, but it, it came from, you know, like you said, it, it comes from unfortunately like hitting rock bottom, yeah. truly. And, uh, um, you know, there's more than that, like instance, there was like many instances of like, feeling like I hit rock bottom during that period but when like there's usually one that's like that's it. the rock bottom you know yeah. rock rock bottom <laughs> yeah so um so yeah. finding content that helped you in the journey was mm -hmm. step two yes yeah yeah and then step three I think finding your ikigai have you heard of that no it's so um it's um Iki? ikigai how do you spell that um can you spell it? I think it's it, it's Japanese. It's okay. like I K I maybe G E A I. I I'm not sure okay. exactly. Ikigai. What, yeah, Ikigai. And uh, I like my, that already. <laughs> my friend was telling me about a documentary that she watched about um, people who live the longest in life, and it wasn't super correlated to like what they ate or supplements and things like that. Um, but the strongest correlation was um, a lot of these towns in Japan. Um, they all live to over a hundred, like all of them. It's because their society really um, uh, values finding your ikigai, which is your mission in life. Mm. Like, what is the thing that is your legacy? And uh, and so there's a bunch of examples. I think one in the documentary is about a guy who wants to make the best swords, like katana. And like every day he wakes up in order to make the best katana in the world. And finding that ikigai, I think, is really an important, if not the most important step out of all of it, because it's the core, it's your why, you know? And um, yeah, I think and that's you found yours. Step. I think that I, I think it can evolve and change. And I think that during this last period, it, it was very strong. And I think it's becoming even stronger, um, which is really, like I said, I, I'm, I'm so passionate about like bringing people together, like global communities together. A lot of the team that I work with is from around the world. Like they're from Malaysia and Russia and Ukraine. And there's something about like immigrants, actually, you probably understand this from being a daughter of immigrants. Mm -hmm. Like maybe if I ask like a Gen Z American kid, like, what are your goals in life? They're like, I don't know. I want to be the next Charlie D'Amelio. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, 
these people that I've met when I asked them like what are your goals they're like I want to bring my family to America so they're not affected by the war like Ugh. isn't that like so like my my purpose is just skyrocketing like I I feel this immense desire to just love and help these people one that I work with and two like people around the world if all we can give them is like 60 seconds of something funny great but when I was in my depressed period in high school, I I remember I did this challenge called the 100 Days of Happiness Challenge, where I was very depressed at the time. So it was like, find one thing that made you happy during the day and take a photo of it. And like 30%, 30 to 50% of those things were just a vine that I saw. Do you remember vine? Of course, yeah. <laughs> I would just screenshot vines because the rest of my day was like, just not great, you know? And the one thing that made me laugh was a vine or a TV show. And so I think that things like that are very important. You know, it gets people through. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I've talked about it. I, I think I fully understood the value of entertainment officially when my mom had brain surgery. So we were in the hospital and all we could do was just sit with her and watch TV. Mm. And we were watching TV in the hospital and laughing. Yeah. And um, she loved Everybody Loves Raymond. And we were just like, oh my God, I really get it now. I was like, this is what helps people through these times. Yeah. The dark times, whether mm -hmm. you're in the hospital or you're homesick or mm -hmm. you're depressed or whatever it is, you can watch an episode of Friends and yeah. laugh. Yeah. Or you can watch, you know, American Idol and be inspired or yes. whatever it is. You can watch a YouTube video. Or a podcast like this that helps yeah. calm you. Yeah. Yeah. I finally understood it at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. It 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 really does it's it really is valuable. Um and so yeah. <laughs> so cool. So you you found your icky guy? I think I have found a version of it and am continually working on it. Um, but I, I definitely think it's very clear the direction I want to head towards. Yeah. So how long have you been making these videos? Um, about three years. Okay. Yeah. And now you're kind of transitioning a little bit into making your own films. So I yes. know you're making your first film. Will you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. Can you? I don't, Nat, I don't have a clock, by the way. Oh, I was going to, I don't know if. Can't talk about the film? Okay, no problem. I think just because. Of... We can edit that out. No, that's <laughs> fine. Um, but I have, um, we can edit this, all right. I have yeah. a, a YouTube series. Yeah, that's, Alan's uh, Universe, right? Yes, yeah, okay. that's un unaffiliated with Strike and AIM, PTB. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, because it would be, oh. Yeah. Are you SAG? I am. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're great anatomy and all the things you did. You're <laughs> right. I keep forgetting about that. Good, you know what I mean? Just, yeah. 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 No, it's not good for me either. I, I forget all the time. That's you guys are more valuable now than ever because I've done so much press recently because I did this endorsement and I kept forgetting every time. <laughs> and my publicist would have to jump in and I'm like, fuck, shit, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So just Maria, we, yeah. Um, I forgot to press start on the clock. We're 30 minutes in. Okay. Um, so Alan's Universe, mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about that. Yes. So it is a high school drama series about love, friendships, and standing up for what's right. And um, I grew up on shows like 
Degrassi and um, a lot of high school shows like on Disney and stuff. And I feel like it, it was a very formative part of growing up. It, teach you, it teaches you a lot of morals and lessons. And so that's what I wanted to create with my long form YouTube channel. Um, uh, a high school series that um, people can watch and learn like um, morals and lessons. Yeah. And it's very fun. It's like a Korean drama come to life. And the amazing thing about uh, the series is that we don't talk. Like we we do the whole eight episodes and everything is action based. Because again, my my mission, my desire is to bring together a global audience. Like it doesn't matter if you're from Romania or India or you're like a 50 year old man from Nebraska. You could be a nine year old girl from Brazil. Like they can both watch this content together and understand it. That is uh, the goal. So of it's mine. all just subtitled. It's all no words no words either yeah uh -huh. so no sound and no words there's sound you're there's like charlie chaplining this exactly yes and it's funny like how kind of things cycle in life like i feel like there's like it's very um media and content and storytelling is very cyclical and so like now that social media is like in its beginning stages it has a lot of like these beginning storytelling elements like silent films or um, unscripted is really big on on YouTube. Uh, so yeah, yeah, we're Charlie Chaplining it. We're testing different ones. Like one episode we're gonna do, we are talking. Mm -hmm. But the goal of me creating it was really to create this um, global series. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and what are the stories you're telling? Because you said you want things that have moral yeah lessons. Yeah. So Give me an example. Um. So um. One of the recent ones that I posted was about bullying. And um, it, it basically follows this uh, mean girl who is bullying her friend. And uh, it goes into her backstory of like why she's a bully and like why people act mean and uh, to create empathy for like for people in those situations, you know. So, yeah, um, uh, just like because uh, it I think it does. So it's funny because sometimes it's like, well, F them, they're the bully. But if you can understand where it's coming from, you can be released a little bit of the why it's coming at you. Yeah. It's not really about you. It's about them. So if you can understand that, it might help, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 exactly like the, the uh, story behind it. So yeah, we're super excited for it. And we're in the process of making it and um, excited for more of it to come out. Fun. I'm glad you admitted to that the Degrassi Junior Highs and those shows impacted you that way because they always did for me too. I'm older, so I had my versions of those shows. Yeah. But I was always embarrassed to be like that that inspired me to be better. Star Trek and things like that. Yeah. Just you know, and I remember when they were gonna when they killed uh, Mr. Spock and he, obviously they brought him back to life. And I'm going way Trekkie geek on you, but people wrote in and said, you know, hey, this this you please don't kill him because his character inspired me to get away from crime, to get away from a life of, you know, and I yeah. think, so I don't know, I kind of, it was really nice to hear that because I've always felt that some of the sweeter shows it seem on the surface very innocent, but I feel like there's a great power to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of times it's your first introduction to some maybe more uh, controversial topics, right? And so, yeah, I think... Uh, it's like the new age, uh, like content. YouTube is the new age of storytelling. So mm -hmm. we're really excited to dive all in into it. Well, if you ever want to do one with health, let me know. Oh, yes. Okay. Teach people the foundation of health. Yeah. That's Maria's big thing is, is trying to 
educate children and parents now to mm. not do the yeah. crazy things we all did. Like I'm yeah. making Athena the CEO of her health already. So she's already up at sunrise, yeah. setting her circadian wow. rhythm, grounding, yeah. getting her vitamin D mm-hmm. out in the sun, not by pill. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and she's been cold plunging in the ocean. Really? She really likes it. I mean, I call it cold plunging because it's kind of cold. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not as cold as a cold plunge, but she just kind of sits there and kind of wiggles. Oh, my gosh. That's so and cute. she's like, what is this? But I like this. Can she swim? Is she old enough to swim? Or is she just... Three months. I'm holding her. Oh, I see. I'm just kind of holding her in there. And then I pull her up. And then I put her back in. And then I pull her I'm up. I'm the but... total old dad. So I'm nervous. Like, okay, get her out. Get her out. <laughs> yeah. But to me, it's like showing her from go Mm -hmm. the healthy habits that she should keep in her life. Because my thing is, we grow up and we're taught to get good grades, Mm -hmm. to be good girls and boys, to succeed, to get into college, to get a great job, to make a lot of money. Health? Right. That's the thing you can sacrifice, right? You can save all nothing. We sacrifice. Yeah. We sacrifice it by eating shit, excuse mm-hmm. my language. Yeah. I was fast food queen just to make my schedule. Mm. I was in and out of hospitals, dehydrated, malnutrition, whatever, ripping IVs out, going back to work. Yeah. Um, staying up late, doing mm-hmm. all those things, taking advantage of my body rather than being kind to my body. Yeah. And so I want her and other kids to learn that there's another way to do this where you can work side by side. Yeah. Have, work on your health and work on your career at the same time. And it makes you better. Like yeah. it should make you better at whatever you do if you focus on your health. I yeah. think Kobe Bryant said first things first. Like he said that um, the reason why he was so successful is because of his body and his health. So he takes care of that first oh. um, before anything else. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. So that's my big mission. So if you ever want to do an episode around that, okay, let me cool. know. Yes, I'm excited. We're always looking for new ideas. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so you've had a lot of success. How are you managing success at a young age? Oh. Um, anything that you're doing, anything your parents have told you. Because your parents are intimately involved in your business, which is cool. Yeah. The whole family is. Yes. Are yeah. They keeping you grounded? Are they, are they, you know, I had a neighbor when we bought our first house in LA. We, she owned the house next door. Uh huh. And she looked at Kevin and I, and we're like, we're going to put a hot tub in. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And she's yeah. like, slow down. Oh, wow. She was from Finland. She's like, you don't need it all at once. You'll have nothing to look forward to. <laughs> wow. And it clicked. And I was like, oh my God, she's right. What will we look forward to if we just get everything now, get the car of our dreams, get the house of our dreams, get it? There's nothing to look forward to after. That's why people have to do really crazy things to get that next high. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Because mm-hmm. then when you go looking for a car, now you're like, oh, well, I've had Well, yeah, you've cars. had a car. Yeah. But I've had the best cars. Yeah. What's yeah. next? Right. Well, now I'm miserable because there's nothing better. You know what I mean? There's right. that element that can happen. Wow. And that's when you see a lot of young stars that have had a hard time because they just have had it all too fast and there's nothing to look forward to. And there's a sadness that comes in Mm -hmm. because you should always be going after something. Yeah. Getting better, growing, learning more, experiencing more. If that has all happened. Right. Then, then you chase thrills and that's when things get dangerous. Exactly. Wow. 
I mean, that's a great lesson. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm I'm totally gonna take that hard. Thank you for sharing that information from your neighbor. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, Thank you, neighbor. Even the way you just verbalized it too, with then you chase thrills mm-hmm. of it down and then mm-hmm. things get dangerous. Yeah. That's Yikes. that's great. So what what do you think you're doing well that maybe you could share with others? Um, I think that Maybe I'll... you're not. Maybe you will after this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, one thing that I try to, and I think I'm still in the work of this, but um, have is something that's unrelated to success and money or fame or anything like that that I'm working on that's just for me. So I I love learning languages. Mm -hmm. Right now I'm learning Russian. Wow. And um, for me, I, I want to like have that be just as important as the other stuff to give me a sense of, uh, to objectify myself and not make me think that this means everything and this is the world and I, and this has to be successful um, in order for me to be happy. So yeah, finding something else that's just for me that I can work on. Very cool. So teach us how to say something in Russian. Oh, привет. Привет. Hello. Привет. Katila is how are you? Yeah. Привет, Katila. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Minya zavut Alan. Oh, Minya Zavut Maria. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. How cool. <laughs> I love it. I yeah. know some Russian now. <laughs> Do you speak any other languages? I speak Greek. Yeah, it was my oh, first wow. language. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, and, yes, of course. And a little yeah. Spanish, too. Oh, very cool. Yeah. yeah. So I'm using my Rosetta Stone to wow. improve my Greek because I'm, I'm realizing I read Athena, a Greek book, the other day. And I'm so grateful. My grandmother, when she came to visit once, she taught me how to read and I got it fast. Um, So I was reading this book to her and I was like, wow, my Greek is pretty elementary. It's not it's not like cultured and, you know, high level, like Mm -hmm. maybe my dad or whatever with vocabulary. So I'm using Rosetta Stone to improve my Greek because I want her to be worldly and I want us to be living in Greece half the year and really having her immersed in our culture. So... And then once I get that down, I'm going to move back to Spanish and get my Spanish better. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. And her name too, Athena. Yeah. I feel like when you you grow up, I, I also, I, I spoke Chinese was my first language and I lost it as I grew up because you are here in America and you want to, Assimilate. you know, not get bullied. So you're mm-hmm. like, you know, just speaking English all the time. And then when you grow older, you're like, oh, I'm, I can't believe I like, didn't keep that because it's so valuable to be mm-hmm. multilingual. So especially Chinese now. Yes, yeah. Oh my god! So you really didn't keep any of it? No, I. So I'm some. same thing as you. I speak a good amount of it. Okay. And uh, this past year, um, uh, I've moved to Russia now to communicate a lot with my team and stuff. But like, um, uh, I was relearning Chinese just like you. Um, it's a lot easier when you like grew up learning it because like yeah. the basic. There's something about language and the way that it's structured that's the hardest to learn. Yep. Like if the language is structured differently, like Chinese is. And so I've relearned it really fast. So like, I don't know. You don't know what I'm saying. I can speak a good amount. I like it. Um, but I, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. I, I know I goodbye oh. for cheers. <laughs> oh, oh, come. Because I went to China with the Today Show and I worked there. Yeah. And I made um, noodles from scratch. Cool. And then I learned that when you cheers, you... You touch the bottom of the glass and you say goodbye. Oh, cool. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Talk I to think. your mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Um, where do you see yourself 
in the future? You're so young. You've done so much. What are the, some of the things that you want in life? Do you want a family? Do you want to do other things in your career? Yeah. Um, I think, uh, I think, uh, I want to create like a brand that represents something that is connecting like Disney, you know, like how, when you think of Disney, you think of like magic and your dreams come true and like wholesome and bringing people together. I want to create a, a brand like that, um, that represents like people around the world coming together. So, um, high level, you know, my goal is to create a, this is such a business answer, but like a multifaceted business with successful arms and all the different platforms, um, film, TV, digital that represents that brand. Um, so yeah, that's the goal. Okay. And then <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alan, personal life? Personal life. I think I want to be multilingual. Like I, I, again, you know, I, I, I feel like one of the biggest like regrets of my childhood was that I lost like Chinese and I and I feel like um, I want to have that ability to communicate with all different types of people. And so, yeah, being fluent in all the different languages for family. I don't know. I think um, there's one uh, the youngest sibling and both my mom and my dad's side of the family. Um, they are not married and they just take care of their parents. And I think I I'm a hundred percent happy and okay to be that person. Cause my I have an older brother mm -hmm. and he I'm sure is gonna like get married soon. He'll be the one. <laughs> He'll be the one. I had one in our family. Yeah, yes. yeah. He was the one. Yeah, and he can have a kid and all the things because I know he wants that. But yeah, I I I just I love my parents and, and my family so much. So I'm okay being that person. And they're kind of I think there needs to be that one person. So there really does. Know, maybe if you ask me in five years, the answer will change. Yeah. But for right now, that's what I want. Well, listen, I took care of my parents my whole life. And um, I mean, when I was younger, I, you know, my dad was a severe diabetic. So we were always taking care of my dad. But um, at some point, he had a really bad episode and almost died. Wow. And I looked at Kevin, I go, what do we do? And he's like, well, you retire your mom, and she's his full time nurse. And that's when we retired my mom, and officially took over and took care of them for, I mean, 20 plus years. Yeah. I took care of my mom when she was sick. And so I did the same thing and Kevin as well with his dad and his family. So, and then of course with mine too, um, it was a role that I really loved mm -hmm. taking care of them. Um, and, and now I love getting to be a mom to Athena. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, I'm, 45 well, we, years yeah, old we so we, we waited. waited yeah we waited so we could do all the things you're talking about yeah yeah so so it's a special could, oh. thing especially for a son because usually the caretakers in the family are the daughters yeah so, oh that's true yeah. i was I, I was a son and i did yeah yeah caretaking so. yeah but that's why you're no sister i have no sisters so yeah yeah, yeah it's on you like me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's really special yeah i'm and i'm happy with that like i I, it would bring me a lot of joy to be that person. <laughs> I love you, Alan. I love Alan, you too. also think again, just like telling, taking, teaching a generation about health and taking care of their bodies. I also think there's a message in American kids to start to take care of the parents at some point. I yeah. feel like a lot of us, are, the parents, have trapped the kids in this place of being 16 for the rest of their yeah. lives. I feel like, right? And I see with my first gen friends and my immigrant friends that they're different. They mm. they stay with the parents or they 
they're concerned for their health and their well-being and it's kind of how it should be out yeah. you know in your early 20s it's supposed to shift where mm. you become more of the parent and i i don't see that as much yeah and i'm so i'm really nice to hopefully more people will follow you yeah i think so i agree with that yeah that's so interesting you're right like a lot of even when they're in their 30s, they feel like when they're around their parents, they're still 16. Yeah, that, it's not moment. their fault. It's because yeah. the parents have done all that. They yeah. took away all their pain. They provide them endless pleasure. And it's, it's not their fault. But, yeah. but at the same time, it, it's nice that I'm glad you're honoring that. Yeah. Really inspirational. <laughs> this is so cool. Alan, what a pleasure. Such a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thank I love you. the energy here. I feel like I'm going to remember this moment. Like, you know, it just feels so grounded and connected, like, the studio you i feel very healed <laughs> i'm glad well listen let us be your accountability partner as you're doing all these things and helping the world be at a better place mm -hmm. to keep your health healthy and yeah. your family's health healthy mm -hmm. um you know every day this is what we do we have generally we're overall kind of life improvement but we're very focused on health and wellness and mm -hmm. a lot of mental health and mm -hmm. and stuff so Hopefully you'll keep listening to the Heal Squad because now you're officially a member. Yes, yeah, yeah, part of the squad. You're a part of the squad. I love it. This podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menunos or mariamenunos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you. Any information or opinions expressed or contained herein are not intended to serve as or replace medical advice, nor to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any disease, condition, illness, or injury, and you should consult the healthcare professional of your choice regarding all matters concerning your health, including before beginning any exercise, weight loss, or healthcare program. If you have or suspect you may have a healthcare emergency, please contact a qualified healthcare professional for treatment. Any information or opinions provided by a guest expert or host featured within website or on company's podcast are their own, not those of Maria Menounos or the company. Accordingly, Maria Menounos and the company cannot be responsible for any results or consequences or actions you may take based on information or opinions. Well, that's it for today, Heal Squad. Before I let you go, I want to make sure you don't forget to take care of yourself today. I'll be making sure I'm not forgetting to get outside, do my meditations, and of course, keep myself fueled with some sweet, chili, wonderful pistachios. Wonderful pistachios, as you know, are my go-to when hunger strikes because they're one of the highest protein nuts providing all nine essential amino acids, and they're great for on-the-go snacking. So... When you're ready to elevate your snacking game, visit wonderfulpistachios.com to grab a bag 